right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Monica. Hey, Katie. How are you on this wonderful Wednesday? I am pretty wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing good. It's been a nice day. Really good day. Yeah. In the middle of May? Yes. Something random happened today. My husband and I were shopping around in town. And as y'all listeners may know, we are having a little mini farm going on over here. We've got ducks and chickens. And those chickens are egg-laying chickens. And he went into the feed store to buy a new feeding trough and came out opened my passenger door and deposited 17 (laughs) tiny yellow chicks in my lap. And he said, we're going to eat them. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's new. So so that's new. And I knew that eventually there would be animals we raise that we eat, but this is the first time that I'm looking at freaking precious, tiny little creatures Mm-hmm. And thinking that eventually I won't have anything to do with it, but it will eventually be food on my table, which I am not a vegetarian. I eat chicken all of the time, and those chickens I know from documentaries don't have great lives, and these chickens here will have great lives, mm-hmm. but it was like, this is new. This is big. Yes. I gotta do something to, to get my mind there, Yes, which we're and working on. Yeah, it's like you're going to have to separate some some stuff out, you know? Yes. Some of those deep-rooted, like, I don't have to touch this. I don't have to get my literally hands dirty of this. But I bet, Katie, knowing you and your your respect and honor and appreciation for nature and the cycles that it brings and serves, I feel like this you are made for this. Like... <laughs> Like, whatever it will take, you're not going to let it be an ugly event. Like, the word slaughter doesn't have to be so ugly. Like, you're going to make it, I bet you'll do some rituals, sacred ceremony. Absolutely. And apparently, once they go upside down, they go unconscious anyway. Interesting. The the term, well, because I looked at these in their little box, and I was like, Kyle, I'm not allowed to love them. And he was like, okay, if you love your tomato plant and you eat your tomato, of course you will love these birds. It's going to make them, that like, much. your love yes. will provide them more happiness. Aww. And then he was like, and remember what we talked about on the farm, the only bad day in a animal animal's life that you're going to eat is its last and I was like honestly the last day isn't bad it's like the last millisecond like the last moment and he's and is that even bad it's like so quick exactly and so they're gonna have such good lives and I've already we've already been calling them like hey little drumstick oh (laughs) getting your mind right for that (laughs) they're like a day old and so freaking cute they're like we don't even know chirp chirp and apparently they're cornish chickens which are an aggressive breed all of my chickens that lay eggs are super docile sweet chickens so they're probably once they get bigger they're probably going to be super bullies and mean and i'm gonna be like oh yeah these guys have got to go they're being so rude to the other ones so 
That is so interesting. <laughs> You'll get to Here see. I am. Oh man, that's a whole new side of the farm coming out. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. I believe you'll be excellent at it. And your chickens are going to be so tasty. I know. (laughs) You're going to get to experience them. I can't wait. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm proud of you for being open to something different and uh, maybe even a little scary and intimidating. I think that's really brave and awesome of you. Well, thank you. I'm just having to let myself grow into this new way of life. Yeah. Which is super important in life in general. Letting yourself grow. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the simplistic topic we just wanted to float around today was how we can lean into that growth, which makes me think of, I think we've shared it on the podcast before, but that quote, something along the lines of, The day comes when it hurts more to stay cramped inside the seed than it does to burst out and break through the the dirt. Mm. You know, that day comes and you're just like, I could stay in here. This little mold feels great, but maybe I could just like sprout out. And maybe if I just go above this dark surface, maybe there's more for me to experience and move into. Yes, and that's not an easy process. The caterpillar doesn't have a super easy time busting out to be the butterfly. It's pretty difficult, and it's painful, and their wings look like crazy when they're shape-shifting into the creatures they're becoming. Yeah, and we can't judge it on that middle phase. Like, we don't want to, I don't want to use the word judge, but we don't want to focus too much on what the... the goopy middle part looks like because it is just that it's that goopy Katie's looking at these little chickens like how am I gonna do this again oh yeah they're gonna be bullies it's gonna be easy I'm gonna be Mm -hmm. able to Mm -hmm. she's setting herself up for this transformation that is will happen inevitably just how can we let the transformation be more okay like how can we let the goopy part be more like we knew that was going to happen. So let's just lean into it and not let it freak us out. Right. And then when we are in the goopy stage, making sure we don't get stuck there, how easy it is when we are transforming to get to that super hard spot and be like, Oh, I can't do this. Like this is too much. And you Mm -hmm. either get stuck there. Maybe you revert back to who you were before, but you're so close. Like just, just keep going, keep Mm -hmm. on track. Don't feed the bully chickens forever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This kind of reminds me of something we talked about with Danny last year in the the process of getting some creative project accomplished, you know, and it's kind of the same way in a personal transformation or any sort of development you're working on that like, oh yeah, I'm so excited. Oh yeah, we got this. Oh yeah. And then it slowly goes down into a pit of despair where you're like, why did I ever start this? How am I going to get through it? Right. And you have to build the bridge over the pit of despair. Don't get stuck there. Nope. Don't even go down there. Let yourself get help with, from friends and family, ask for what you need, get resourceful, be creative in your approach to breaking your mold or whatever it is Mm -hmm. you're setting out to accomplish differently than what you already are. And sometimes it takes a village. I recently watched Frozen 2. So if you haven't seen that, (laughs) no worries. But there is a place in that movie where one of the characters is stuck in a very deep place 
if mm-hmm. she's rescued by another character. Don't want to give away. No spoiler alerts here, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. You see the movie. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to phone a friend and reach out for help. Mm-hmm. Get out of that spot. Don't, don't be goop forever. <laughs> right, right. And even if that goopy phase is a little hectic and you feel like you kind of lost some ground, um, that doesn't change anything. And that I say that because I want you to tell the story that you learn in the butterfly farm. Yeah, so I might have shared this on the podcast, but out in Aruba, we went to a really cool butterfly farm. Um, and... They explained to us that if in the chrysalis phase of a butterfly's life, if in the chrysalis phase you were to extract some of the goop, without using technical terms since I don't (laughs) even know them, um, out with a syringe, that butterfly, all of the cells inside at the goop phase, so the caterpillar has completely liquefied now, and all of the cells are the same. And so you could extract some of the cells and the butterfly would be perfectly perfect, just slightly smaller than if you had left those cells in place, which is so freaking cool. I love that. I love knowing that. Yes. It makes me feel more open in my own transformations. Mm-hmm. It's okay if I let some things go, you know, if it's okay if some of those identities as I'm transforming get let go and I'm, you know, letting go of those things that don't serve me anymore, those titles that don't serve anymore, those personality traits that, you know, we're kind of told we are growing up and maybe we grow into sort of accidentally by conditioning. And if we really were to step back and examine, we might see like, I don't really resonate with that. And maybe that's why I've been feeling a little di- Incongruent, discongruent, whatever that word is, a little off, <laughs> a little dissonant. Yeah, you know? because you don't even. Okay, for example, maybe I don't need to go into this, but in doing um, some work recently, I realized that growing up, I was always trying my damnedest to be a good girl, but I also had a lot of bad girl tendencies in high school. But it was like my entire goal in life to keep my bad girl self away from any adults so like everyone I had to keep this persona of good girl up and while I was doing bad things I wouldn't have I would be mortified if anyone found out and I'm sure this is a problem with a lot of adolescents right yeah um but I was reflecting on that, thinking about ego identities and thinking about some stuff recently. Sacred Expansion. We like, mentioned we were doing it. So that program is, I think, what she's referring to. And that's kind of where some of this is yeah, coming out for of sure. for me, too. So we're on it. We're, we're expanding. Yeah. We're it, totally right? sacredly expanding with Rihanna <laughs> Gordon. She's amazing. Go check her out. Yes. Um, the Well Life is her book. We've read it before. So go listen to that podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, it made me realize that there are so many things I, I have in, inside of me. Like I'm, I still am so that person. And I still have these rebelist, rebel tendencies, but I like repress them. And this it's so freaking weird. And so much of like my internal self-conflict comes from this childhood thing of like having to be good. Like that was so important to my person. And I feel like 
recognizing that I'm like, Oh, it's like a weight off my shoulders. Like I, I can be good and bad and it's totally fine yeah. to do both of those things. Yep. I am so with you on that revelation and we haven't really chatted about this yet, but I had the same title, good daughter. Like one of my identities is I'm a good daughter and I do what good daughters do and they're good, well-behaved and they're funny when they're supposed to be and they're smart when they're supposed to be and they're quiet when they're supposed to be and they help when they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I'm still a good daughter, but, you know, in that way, I'm also in my 30s. So <laughs> there's a difference right. in the way you are a good daughter and how does that show up in balance to how you're a good wife or how you're a good friend or how you're a good whatever. And I guess as you turn into your own motherhood, how does that shift take on its role? And all of those all of those are molds that are in a way broken and reshaped and mm-hmm. create who we are level by level as long as we're not too attached to... <laughs> one of those identities or roles, I think we can grow more easily. And not saying we're not supposed to ever be good again, but like <laughs> yeah. some, in some situations being good is not the best next step. We need to take the best next step for us. And sometimes that is doing something that in some people's eyes would be considered bad. Yeah. <laughs> so well, and it makes me think okay of the last week when I brought up from untamed, the concept of rebellion and obedience are part of the same scale and that they're both reactionary to what someone else wants you to do. And I think that's, you know, kind of the same yep. concept is the good yep. daughter is, well, what do they want me to do? What does that mean to them? And so it's mm-hmm. not me choosing. I mean, in a way it is and not, you know, it gets complicated. Yes, it does. <laughs> but there's that, like, how can I find from scratch in between obedience and rebellion? I'm not reacting to either of those expectations from someone else. I'm reacting to my own inner landscape of that expectation, which is, I think, hopefully more, more Following your authentic. true identity, yes. your true self. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Um, while we were chatting, I jotted down, I was on a walk earlier and still finishing up, um, my audible book that I am reading a gentleman in Moscow, not Mm. reading it and listening to it. Um, but they had this quote in the book, um, while I was on my walk earlier, let ends meet or you will meet your end. Mm. And I'm not sure if that's really relevant or not, but it was making me think of that when we were chatting earlier. Um, and I just really love that. Let ends meet or you will meet your end. And it's kind of like, don't get stuck in the coop. Yeah. Make sure that you make it full circle. Yeah, I like that too. And it kind of makes me jump onto something that I'm not totally sure is relevant, but it feels good. <laughs> good, let's <laughs> <It> go. Is <laughs> the idea of, I was listening to a podcast earlier and I can't remember, so I'm blanking on it, but what the concept was, was even if you don't talk about it, it's still there. Like any, like a conflict with somebody or an issue with yourself, like as long as you ignore it, it's still there. And so like, just because you're avoiding it, you know, and just because you don't want those ends to meet, that will, that will eventually lead to your demise. Cause you'll be eventually just avoiding, mm. avoiding, avoiding, and never creating and leaning in and becoming aware of what it is that sets you off or on and so I like that idea of bring it out like let's just bring it to the surface so that it's nothing is hidden and nothing is stifled away and imagined that it's not real because yeah and so often in our in our own interpersonal conflicts we have these things well she said that or he said this and that's the way I I'm interpreting what they've said and now I have this reality in my mind and that's the way it is 
but a lot of the time it's not that way at all in the other person's mind mm-hmm. at all. They they might have had no idea that you interpreted what they said in that way. Right. And so that makes me think of that. Like if you let this conflict stick in your mind and it becomes this huge big thing, but really it's probably not a big thing at all. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like when you it's just the stuckness of it. on the project and mm-hmm. you're so worried about it and then the project ends up taking you like 45 minutes. You're like, why didn't I do that? Exactly. Why did I lay awake at night thinking of this when all I had to do was hop online and pay mm-hmm. pay the damn speeding ticket like, yeah. <laughs> or whatever the thing is. Why did I worry so much about what he would say when I told him this and he just like wrapped me up in a hug and said I was being silly? Like, why did I pain yeah. myself for years over something that I could have just been like, hey, there's this and it could have been resolved with love, you know? It's yep. often we make things up more intensely in our minds because of are obviously our own projections and goop, but yep, um, yeah, and, and ego identity, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, back. we made it. We made it back around. It all made sense. Wow. <laughs> we did come on today with the idea. Of, let's just have a quick conversation about a general idea of transformation. <laughs> Yeah. And then boom, this I'm combo like, happened. So I'm like, um, I I got some chickens today that we're gonna eat, so that feels transformative to me. Start can there. We, Let's work with can that. We stick that in there. That's perfect. <laughs> this, that is so in this, oh, you're gonna make this, it. You're gonna be like she ra. Shira, hear me roar. I also am probably gonna let Kyle take care of the <laughs> I'm going to love them and and raise them and feed them and nurture them. And then I'm going to go inside and bless them. And then you're going to cook them. Yeah. And as soon as they're done, I will bless them again. That's fair. As soon as they're done. Yeah. I like it. That's fair. Yeah. We're great. (laughs) Oh man. So with this in mind, we were thinking about doing something kind of off the cuff, some random weird writing exercise. If you were with us last week, you know, we did a quick little uh, summary on the back of a book. And so today we were thinking about (laughs) um, selling each other (laughs) as though we were a bottle of wine or maybe chocolate or some other potentially edible (laughs) it sounds funny when you say selling each other but we were kind of thinking like if you were to describe yourself as though you were one of those edible products like the wine or the chocolate and those are the the commonly like very luxuriously written you know Mm -hmm. we kind of described the wine bottle last week but you know it's just a really fun and adjective full uh, maybe even metaphorical um, writing so really descriptive very maybe different I'm also thinking like the back of cosmetics sound like that sometimes yeah <laughs> there's just like the, again we said it last week the element of sales and story yes like so i am going to pretend like monica is some item <laughs> <laughs> i might pretend katie is a bottle of me. conditioner <laughs> I don't want to tell you what I'm thinking. I said might. I said might. I'm not giving it away. No spoilers. Okay. Got you. That makes sense. (laughs) So I think we're just going to write for five or six minutes on this. And if you guys wanted to pick a friend, uh, 
family member yourself. It might be a fun exercise and then you could call them up and <laughs> I bet they would think it's hilarious, especially if you did like your husband or wife and you wrote them into it. That would be really funny. And maybe we yeah. should do that. Maybe we should write our husband. No. Changing it up. We already I already chose you. I know. I know. I chose you too. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well you listener can obviously the sky's the limit. Pick whatever you want, whoever you want to describe, as though they were something edible or drinkable. <laughs> or cosmetic. You know, whatever you want. And it's going to be fun. We promise. Yep. Super fun. It always is. It's a little different. We're transforming. It might be goopy. Just go with it. Yeah. Just don't get stuck in the middle. Think outside of the box. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, All right, well, let's do it. Set your timer. Let's do it. See you back here in five minutes. Or if you're not participating, it'll be like, just go and chime away. <laughs> I love it. Are we going to have to fight over who goes first? Oh, my gosh, friend. I'm really excited about <laughs> your writing, my writing for you. <laughs> And yours, of course, stuff. So good. Yeah, how will we know who goes first? I don't know. Should we flip a coin? Yeah, do you have do you one? Have, do you have coins? <laughs> I'm looking around. Um, I have this paper clip, and it's like one side is slightly, yeah. Okay, if that side is up, it'll be you go first, and if the other side, okay. You don't know that I'm really going to do this fairly, but yeah, just going to trust, trust me. you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're going first. Oh, yay. Okay. Okay. I shall go first then. Okay. So here we have, shall I tell you what it is or you're going to figure it out because I'm going to be so descriptive? You you do you. This okay. is your reveal party. Okay. Then here we go. Please try, Katie. <clears throat> A vivacious red blend with earthy tones and hints of hill country wildflowers Mary Catherine's Vineyard prides themselves on this finest of flavors. Let each sip curl around your taste bud and transport you to a dreamlike state. The velvety tannins, unobtrusive yet noticeable, are like a butterfly emerging in late spring. You'll feel ready to take on the world after just one glass. That was amazing. I feel honored to have that wine after me. Isn't that pretty good? I was excited. That was great. <laughs> so Katie totally caught me typing because I had to make sure it was a tannin. Like, I wasn't positive that that was the thing. I was like, I think I remember learning about tannins, but I'm not sure. Are they tannins? Yeah. Tannins? <laughs> and yeah, so that was something I had to make sure of. <clears throat> yep, they're anyway. definitely tannins. That's great, Brent. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'm okay. excited to try you. I'm uh, going to tell you about your product, Rainbow Prism Bubble Bath. <laughs> Slip into a luxurious bath with this fresh, fun bottle of bubbles from our signature Moni collection. These handcrafted suds will fill your tub with rainbow-colored balls of joy sure to fill your senses. <laughs> with essence of calming lavender, uplifting orange, and a hint of spicy patchouli, your bath has never been more full of wit and wonder. <laughs> Don't forget your favorite book, a piece of dark chocolate, and your most treasured glass of red to round out your <laughs> bath time experience. These bubbles are so full of life, so dreamy. 
Bring so bring your childlike wonder to make a bubble mustache or an old English wig. <laughs> Be silly. Get creative. Allow yourself to expand and relax. Oh, now that's a bubble bath. Oh my gosh, Katie! Can <laughs> I need to buy the bubbles? Like, where do I sign up? Also, uh, yeah, I know which be glass available of red. on Etsy. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to handcraft them for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that was so wonderful. That was a great exercise. It yeah. was fun. Turns out you're really good at writing sales descriptions. Yeah, because most bubble bath that has um, stuff about bubble mustaches (laughs) and old English wigs. (laughs) I mean, it gives you ideas about how to utilize the product. It's like that's exactly right. Yeah, why it's adding value. Yeah, you don't you don't have to just relax in there. You can do other things. You can be productive. Try out new hairstyles. And I love that I'm going to take my favorite glass of red in there. And that's going to be the vivacious red blend from Mary Catherine's Vineyards. Yeah, absolutely. We get to enjoy our products together. They're very complimentary. Yes. Well, that was fun. That was fun. You're fun. You're fun. I hope that our listeners participated. I know they're fun. Yeah, if they didn't participate then, they after hearing ours, they're like, need to go do that exercise yeah maybe they're feeling inspired i hope so me too and if you are feeling inspired we would love to inspire you to hop on over to your podcast app that you're listening on go ahead and subscribe to us rate us and review us and most importantly share us with a friend yeah it's always good to share the love right here right now bye bye Right here, right now.